the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, always following uh, that dynamic program, uh, Daryl Woods, Run to Win. (laughs) And he wins every time he gets on the radio. Insight uh, for us from uh, politics uh, and from Christianity. God bless him. I thank all of you for listening to this program. If you want to call, you can. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, welcoming you to the Word of God, to uh, theology, apologetics, all those things uh, that are important for us to know happen on this particular program. And I want to thank all of you who showed up for our apologetics uh, conference uh, on uh, Saturday. It was great. It was fantastic. That was the um, uh, first one that we've had. Our second one will be in September on the 25th, and we encourage you to come and be a part of that one uh, as well. Uh, The tuition cost is just uh, $20 per person, and uh, we have handouts for you. And the fact that the handout that we passed to everybody for this one, we didn't even finish it. But definitely you will need a handout because we are training you and teaching you how not only to present the gospel, but also how to defend the faith. So do remember that. Apologetic Boot Camp in September on the 25th. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss and I'd asked some uh, questions last time and I'm going to take up where I left off 
uh, with some, uh, uh, some other questions for you as well, dealing with the Word of God. If you uh, know the answer, you can chime in, but don't worry. I'm not going to wait. Uh, right after we get started, we're going to go to the answer phase right away because I don't want any of you uh, to not receive answers to these very important Bible questions. Had number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, uh, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, uh, welcome to the program. And the first question is going to come from a passage in, uh, let me see, let me make sure I've got it right for you, First in First uh, Peter and in chapter 2 and verse 2. First Peter, chapter 2, verse 2, a uh, very interesting verse where it says, As newborn babes, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Okay? Mm. Uh, once again, in fact, let's read verse 1 and 2. Wherefore, laying aside all malice, all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, okay, not being envious of each other, and all evil speaking, not speaking evil of each other. It says, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. What does it mean in the Bible when uh, the Bible tells us not to be like babies? Right? <laughs> what kind of babyship is it talking about here? How should we interpret uh, this particular uh, verse in First Peter chapter 2, verse 2? Okay, newborn babes, what are they? If you know, if you think you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Just give you a little uh, while here to get to that answer because I want to make sure we cover as much Bible as we can. But if you think you know what it means to be a newborn babe and how to overcome it, then give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Emory Moss. Also, if you want to su support this radio program, definitely we would uh, love for you to do so. You can send those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Much more, that's P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We would appreciate it very, very much. All right. Okay. Uh, have a question out there. And I think that the, uh, the, the chapter... And the context kind of speaks for itself, right? Uh, and it's uh, something that the Bible tells us directly to do. Uh, so we don't even have to guess about it, right? In Second uh, Peter chapter 2, in verse 1, where it says, First of all, wherefore, laying aside all malice, and all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, and evil speakings, right? Don't be speaking evil of people. Don't be envious of someone. I mean, it, 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 wow. First it's telling you to stay away from all that bad stuff, okay, uh, the sins of the, of the flesh and the ego. Then it goes into verse 2, which says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word 
that you may grow thereby. If so be you have tasted that the Lord is good. Right? What it means is that you should be like babies that desire milk. Right? That's right. Newborn babes uh, in Christianity are those who need the milk of the Word of God, and they get it so that they can grow. All right? So we've got to partake of that, meat, that milk only by the milk of God's Word can we grow into the uh, uh, mature kind of Christians that the Lord would have us to be, and then we can involve ourselves in ministry that says go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. All right. If you didn't want to talk about that question, don't worry. We've got more. Number to call, area code 866-423-578. Be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss. we got a caller already. Uh, you're on the air. King, how you doing? Hey, Pastor Moss, how you doing? Real good, man. I'm, I still haven't changed my name to King yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> well, all right. I enjoyed the conference Saturday. Oh, thank you. So you were there? Yes, sir. I stood in front of you. I was the guy with okay. the white cane, the shades on. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. How can I forget you? Yeah, that's me. That was me. Um, <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yes, sir. I'll be back again, Lord willing. Listen, I got right, a now, question. Yes, would you recommend I, that conference for people who wanted to know more about the Bible and apologetics? Say that again. I say, would you... Uh, would you uh, say that that would be a good idea for people to come to a conference like that who want to learn more about the Bible and apologetics? Oh, yes. I, yes, I would, because uh, nobody gets apologetics. And so if you're doing it, hey, you know, I think that's that's a great idea. My friend that I that was with me, he asked you, he asked a question, too. His name is Melvin, because uh, he, he was dealing with uh, some a person who's uh, most uh, is in the nation of, not nation of, in most uh, Islam. Uh, he enjoyed it too. Oh, great! Yeah. yeah, and we're going to be going into that all those things in a lot more detail as we go on. But it was so good to see you there uh, and your and your friend. All right. Yep. Yeah. So, I got a Okay. And uh, Psalms one ten. I got a question. It says, uh, if you can find that, I have the NIV. I don't know what version you have. I don't know how it is. But I got a question. So I tell you, I'm reading this in Braille, okay? And the, the okay. thing I see here is that it says, The Lord said unto my Lord. Now, let me ask you a question. Is the first Lord there spelled with all capital letters and the second Lord spelled with one capital letter? Yes, that's how it. Uh, that's how it is in the um, in the King James. Okay, can you explain to me the difference to the ca all caps Lord and the one cap Lord? What does that? How, how should I interpret Lord in this case? I know just L O R D means f uh, Father or like a, my Father or something like that. What they say to uh, uh, people like Abraham or something like that. But explain that to me, the all caps versus the Lord that's one capital letter. Well, actually, to be honest with you, there is no real theological difference between the two. This is the, uh, the King James English version way of dealing with uh, the many names of God, you know, Hova, uh, 
Elohim, um, uh, so many uh, uh, terms. So Lord means Lord, uh, regardless of whether it's capital uh, uh, L-O-R-D or small L-O-R-D, it really doesn't matter. In other words, even in English, uh, the uh, uh, capital uh, uh, letters are always the first, right? Right. But notice in uh, here in the King James, they have, and you had uh, Psalms 110 in verse 1, it says the Lord, capital L, then the others, L-O-R-D, okay, which are capital two. They're just smaller, but they're in caps, right? Said unto my right. Lord. So all it is doing is just, uh, uh, you know, still just talking about God. And, of course, all members of the Godhead, right? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So it's just um, uh, a different way of saying the same thing. For instance, when you say Elohim, you, that's a name for God. Okay? When you right. say Adonai, okay? that's right. a name for When you say Jehovah, okay? that's a name for God. You could say Lord, capital. Uh, so those things are not trying to get across to you any real uh, uh, other significance other than the fact that you're talking about God, the Alpha and Omega, and the first and the last. Yeah, okay, because uh, I was thinking that somebody would see this and say the first one here, because we have a sign in Braille. We have a, and I'm just saying it, I'm distinguished here. We have a sign for the all capital letters is is a, we call it uh, dot six, I mean four six. If you ever seen, I don't know if you ever seen Braille before, and then with a dot six for the capital letter, but four six before the other one means all caps, and then for the other one, which is dot six with L O R D is just for the capital L. And I'm just wondering, I was just wondering if that was making the distinction of the first one being God the Father, capital L, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Versus the one just capital L O R D meaning God uh, have reference to uh, Jesus or God the Son. Yeah, not necessarily so, but we do know though that uh, that that idea is there, right? Because there's only one God who uh, exists as three eternal persons: God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're the same in essence, substance, and nature. Only difference is in their office, okay? and so we right. see. Uh, uh, God and Lord uh, used many times, but uh, the capital and the small letter uh, there uh, uh, isn't, isn't impactful in dealing with that doctrine. Okay. I got one other question uh, on the yeah. line with Jesus. When it talks about in, was that first, yeah, first Corinthians chapter 15 about him, after all things are put under his foot, under his feet, and then he I guess give the after I should have read it, but give the um, the kingdom up to the Father, and he's I guess he becomes a subordinate to the Father. Does that I, I have a, always had a problem with that, and my problem is, does Jesus diminish as in this case as King, because it says, you know, in Matthew, I think it's Matthew, I can't remember right now, of his kingdom there shall be no end. But is this another, is this, in this case, when he gives everything up to the Father, that God might be all in all, does that mean that Christ 
no longer has dominion over his kingdom, that he gives it all back to the Father? What is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? You understand I know what exactly what you're talking about, and you're asking a great question, my friend, a great question. Um, uh, and it's one that is often uh, 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 brought about here. Notice uh, in the chapter, 1 Corinthians 15, and that's exactly where you are, where it says, uh, and we'll start at verse 27, For he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Right? Now, uh-huh. that doesn't mean uh, that Jesus is not God. Okay? What it means is his uh, voluntary uh, submission to the Father as in terms of the office that the Father has. In other words, God the Father has a higher office than him, but not higher deity. They're both God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It would be like an example I use a lot, that uh, if I go down to the uh, uh, White House, well, the person that's in charge down there at the White House, pretty much, let's say it's uh, Biden. He's the president now, right? Uh, Uh, I have to go through protocol. People tell me, you know, the president, you got to go this way. But what happens when he comes to my church? Now, he's the boss in the White House. Who's going to be the boss at Strickland? You. Me. Okay? So in other words, even though we're both equal as men, me and him are both right. equal as men, but in his office, right. as the, in fact, we're both Americans, but in his right. office as president, he has a higher office than me, not, a, not nature as me. And when he comes to church, okay, uh, uh, he is, uh, if, if he's a Christian, we're both Christians, but I'm the boss of the church. So it has nothing to do with equality in, in, in that sense. Okay? It is that, um, uh, that Jesus is God, uh, which is clear, uh, uh, because in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6 to 8, we see uh, you know, God the Father saying uh, that, uh, that, uh, that people would bow down before the, the, throne, the throne of Jesus Christ. Okay? So, uh, so, no, so it, it is interesting, but it's just because of the fact that he subordinates himself uh, in terms of his office. Just like in marriage, right? Are men and women equal? Yes. Yes. But in their marriage, yes. When they get married, they're equal. Uh, but it's the job of the wife uh, to let the husband be the head of the home, even though they both are equally equal human beings and equal partners. So this has nothing to do with lessening the deity of uh, Christ. It's just talking about the uh, office that the... Uh, Father has is higher than, than him. Both of them are first and last. Both of them are Alpha and Omega. So, uh, so what we're talking about here is the difference between uh, office and not nature. Okay, now, but when it says, I believe it's in, uh, I keep forgetting if it's Matthew or Luke, of his kingdom there shall be no end, what, how does that relate to this, or does it? Well, well it does, because when it says the kingdom... Uh, well, the thing that's interesting, uh, when you look at uh, the kingdom and you look at the, the Father and the Son, right, that right. there's one thing that you always see. You see it in two places. One is in Acts, and the other place is over in Revelations. Uh, 
which gets a, is a, a better example, especially after what you went to, what you showed us. Because in um, Revelation 22, notice this. Okay. Revelation 22 and 1. And they showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal. Now, look at this. It's very, very fascinating tying into your question. Revelation 22 and 1. And he showed me a pure river of water, of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Okay? Okay. See that? The throne yes. of God and of the Lamb. Both the Father and the Son, okay, there uh, on that throne. You don't see one without seeing the other. And the uh -huh. other place you see, uh, 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 it's coming out, is uh, in another passage of Scripture as well. Over in Acts, I believe it is, where uh, you look at, uh, you, uh, we have a brother who had a, Stephen, in fact, who had a vision right before he died of, uh, uh, of the Son, uh, of Jesus Christ, and he had given this great sermon, which enraged the Jews, because they right. didn't want what he was saying. So they stoned him, right? So in right. Acts chapter 7, though, look at what happens. It says in verse 59, Acts chapter 7, verse 59, And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. But before that, look at this. They're stoning him. And uh, here in Acts chapter 7, verse 55, they're stoning Stephen. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Just look at Revelation 22. Whenever you see the Father at the throne, you see the Son at the throne. And, and said, Behold, I see heavens opened and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried with a loud voice and stooped their ears and ran uh, upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God. Now look at this. And this, this uh, helps a lot with your question as well. Verse 59. They stoned Stephen, calling right. upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Right. So, when you reach, when you pray, you can ask me who to pray for. You just pray to God. If you, any member of the Godhead that you reach, you're reaching God. You're reaching right. all the members. Okay? So mm -hmm. right here you can see the clear equality that exists between uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Yes, I get that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I noticed that in many cases, too, that there's a, it's mentioned God the Father and God the Son, just like in, what is that, in 1 John, we talk about fellowship, having fellowship, with, some having fellowship with the Father, but it doesn't mention the Holy Spirit. I guess we can assume that the Holy Spirit is included, but I think Absolutely. it's just pointing out the Father-Son relationship. Absolutely. Yes, yes, you can. In many cases, you see them... Uh, in many cases, you see them all, to, they're all together anyway. Just because one isn't mentioned doesn't mean that they're not, you know, a, a member of the Godhead and such. And right. it's very clear. Uh, when we see uh, Hebrews chapter 1, uh, verse uh, 7 to 8, for instance, which is fascinating on uh, uh, dealing with this subject, and of the angels, this is talking about God, and of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits 
and his ministers a flame of fire. But under the sun, he says, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. So here, just as you gave us a verse where we have uh, Jesus giving the kingdom to the Father, we see here where the Father calls his Son God, thy throne, O God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much, friend. Call again. Talk to you later, Lord willing. All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Heart for Lebanon is serving the hurting, displaced families in response to the crisis in Lebanon. Here's Heart for Lebanon's co-founder, Tom Adama. Thousands have been displaced. Their homes of condos, townhouses, whatever, are totally destroyed. And so we have a team of 60 downtown Beirut that are helping these families and others put their lives back together again physically. That means that we're helping to clean up apartment complexes, storefronts, churches and with one christian college helping them make room in their dormitory for these displaced people and so we're downtown right now on the ground helping people take care of their physical needs which will lead to helping us help them with their emotional and spiritual needs you can invest in the ministry of heart for lebanon right now 116 dollars helps care for two families for the next 60 days Call 888-562-4244. That's 888-562-4244. Or click the Crisis in Lebanon banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Hi up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. Why did God put parables in the Bible? Did he simply want to break up long blocks of teaching with short illustrations? Why not teach the truth in some other way, a more sophisticated way? Consider that on the next Grace to You as John MacArthur continues his study from Matthew 13 called The Parables of the Kingdom. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If 
If you're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Good to be with you once again. And still, I'm, I'm excited about the Apologetics Conference. went real well, uh, and we had a good time. Uh, and we look forward to uh, uh, some of you and many of you in the radio audience taking advantage and be with us the next time as well. Uh, the next one will be, uh, it's going to be, of course, uh, uh, next month. It will be on the last uh, 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 Saturday in September on the 25th, and it's going to start at 10 o'clock. Uh, tuition cost is just $20 per person. Children don't have to pay $20. Uh, hopefully, though, you'll throw, so throw something in for them if they come and they can pay attention. But Apologetics Boot Camp, that's the name of it, and we're just starting, but we're going to get into uh, the theology of the Bible, as well as the history behind it, how the Bible was translated. You will know what is taught in the kingdom of the cults and what a cult is. We're going to be dealing with Islam, Christian science, you name it, we got it. Uh, and uh, over time, you'll find yourself ready to be able to talk to people in a nice way, uh, but yet defend the gospel against the attacks that come from the kingdom of the cults. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, give us a call if you have any question uh, concerning the Word of God. Do I have a question for you? You bet I do. You bet I have a question for you. What would Bible Talk be without me having some kind of question? And my question comes from John chapter 3. John chapter 3 and starting at verse 5, okay? Here, here's what Jesus says, right? Jesus says, John chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus, in fact, we need to do more than five. Yeah, let me do a little bit more than five here. Uh, let me give you the whole enchilada, so to, so to speak. Uh, St. John chapter 3, verse 1, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Okay? For no man can do these miracles that thou dost except God be with him. Okay? Then, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto to him, okay? so this is Nicodemus, and Nicodemus was a virtuous man. Right? He really, uh, even though he was one of the religious leaders, he wanted to know more about Jesus and his mission. So he's talking to Nicodemus, Jesus is. Verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Okay? Okay? Has to be born again. Verse 4, Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Verse 5, okay, here we go. Okay. And my question is soon to follow. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Once again, okay, here in John chapter 3 and verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. My question to you, 
is what did Jesus mean when he said that except a man be born of water and of the Spirit? What did he mean when he said except a man be born of water? What kind of water was he talking about? You may be surprised at what the real answer to that is. Give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss with a question on the table. Uh, a question I would say with a difficulty rate of mm, maybe 5 to 7. Okay? Okay. What does it mean? Okay. What does it mean? Okay. When it says, uh, Jesus says, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit, right? And he says, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Do you know the answer? If you do, give me a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. You can answer this question, or you can ask a question of your very own. I never mind if you get off topic, because if we're talking about the Bible, okay, and we're talking about theology, well, name of the program is Bible Talks. So get those fingers uh, pushing on some kind of device and give us a call, okay, at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, and if you want to send a donation to keep this program going, we would definitely appreciate hearing from you in our P.O. Box. You can send donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And you can make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We would appreciate them very, very, very much. And I want to re remind you, and I'll be reminding you every time I'm on the air with this, that uh, our second, our next Apologetic Boot Camp Conference will be in September, September 25th, about 10 a.m. We want you to arrive. We're located 10709 Grand River at Oakland. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakland. All of your cars will be, won't be on the street. They will be in our parking lot. Okay, where our security guards will be there letting you in. And uh, we just uh, 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 look forward to seeing you. Come ready to uh, ask any questions you want and for us to do a lot of learning dealing with the Bible. All right. Well, if there are no callers, I give you guys a, a, a chance to call. But if you don't call, if all of you are chickens, I'm sorry, not chickens. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. If you don't know, just, hey, let's just wait for the answer. Huh? Well, what was meant? What did Jesus mean? by you must be born by water, right? Uh, once again, in John, okay, John chapter 3, he's talking to Nicodemus. Jesus answered, Verily, verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What did he mean? When he said you must be born by water, you must be born of water, by that, was he talking about that baptism? Was he saying that you must be baptized in water? Then, after that, the Spirit will baptize you and you'll be saved. I don't think so. I don't think that was it at all.
I think what's happening here, notice in John 3, okay, where it says in, uh, just to make sure, I'm sorry, yeah, John 3, where Nicodemus is talking to him, right? And Nicodemus says this, this is in St. John chapter 3, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Okay? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water. Okay? Except a man be, or well, he says this, unless a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4, Nicodemus answers Jesus. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? <laughs> what a question to ask. Of course, that's not what Jesus was talking about, right? Uh, so Jesus just continued. Verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Once again, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. What did Jesus mean? We'll find out. Right after this break. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID 128231, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Putts, Pars, and Pastors. Tee it up at the 2021 Pastors Masters with WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Registration is open for this year's tournament Monday, September 13th at the Westwind Golf Club in Oakland Township. The cost is $20 for 18 holes and includes continental breakfast, lunch, prizes, and fellowship. Reserve your spot by logging on to faithtalkdetroit.com. Sign up yourself, a group, or gift the round to a pastor. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more Pastors Masters information. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Alistair Begg explains God's purpose for our circumstances. 
God is not ultimately concerned about your comforts. He's not ultimately concerned about the comfort of Ruth and Naomi. He is concerned that you would become all that he desires for you to be and that ultimately you would be conformed to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why even the bad times can be good. Listen Monday to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We've got Jamie on the line plus Pam. Both of you hang on, okay? I'm going to go to Jamie first. Jamie, how you doing? I'm fine, Pastor Moss. How are you? Good. What are you doing in Mississippi? Last time we talked what? to you, you were somewhere else. I know. I changed jobs, so I'm I'm in Mississippi now. You know, we just had that uh, Category 4 hurricane that was down here. So, yeah. <laughs> but, th- yeah, thank God everybody's okay, and, and we didn't get much damage down here, so that's good. So, But uh, I'm, I'm fine, and I actually had a question for you, Pastor Ruth. I may try to take a shot at your question that you asked, but I do have one of my own, so should I just ask that one first? Sure. Okay, so I was speaking with a young lady um, who's a seven-day Adventist, and, of course, their their focus is on Sabbath-keeping. So I was kind of going through and showing her that the New Testament doesn't talk about us keeping the Sabbath. You know, they were talking about the Old Testament, and, of course, when they talk about the laws, they're talking about the Ten Commandments, which, you know, is something else on its own. But um, I was trying to show her that Sabbath-keeping is not mentioned in the New Testament in terms of Christians being obligated to do so. Now, I went through all of the passages and whatnot and, exp- and kind of went over that, but she's, she was stuck on Hebrews chapter 4, um, and where it talks about Sabbath rest for the people of God. Can you go into that? Can you expound and, and, and let us know that that's not really talking about Christians keeping the Sabbath, or is it? She was in Hebrews 4. Yeah, chapter 4, where it talks about, uh, you know, uh, Joshua hadn't given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. And it said, there remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. That's uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verse 8. So she was trying to say that this verse is talking about Christians have to keep the Sabbath. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that that verse. and in terms of chapter four, what is it speaking of? Because I went through all the other verses about how the, you know, in Acts chapter 15, how the disciples said, hey, listen, you know, that you don't have to keep the Sabbath, basically. They never sort of emphasized that. So I was just trying to go through this one and trying to give an understanding to her about chapter four of Hebrews. Well, I tell you what, what happens over in Hebrews chapter four, uh, in uh, verse eight, uh, what it says is this. Uh, uh, for if Jesus had given them rest, 
Now, when it says Jesus here, okay, who really mm-hmm. is that talking well, it says, uh, you're talking about in, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 8, where it's talked about if where huh? Joshua, Joshua had given them rest. Yeah, that's talking about Joshua. Okay. For mm-hmm. if, so notice the if there. If Joshua had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day? In, uh, in other words, the rest that uh, Joshua gave them was not enough. Because he says, for if Joshua, Jesus here, a lot of folks don't know, that uh, uh, Jesus is actually from Yahshua or Joshua, which is a Hebrew, okay. is Jesus. For if Jesus or Joshua had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that enters into his rest, he has also ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, uh, lest any man falls at the same manner of unbelief. So, but actually, he is looking beyond Moses here and Joshua and looking at Jesus. But the real problems for them, okay, and and you're right, there are a number of of different ones, but I don't see how they could get around, uh, in my estimation, a number of places we could go. In fact, we're going to be studying this extensively in our apologetics conferences. But in Romans chapter 14, Romans chapter 14 is like a nail in the coffin. Where here uh, Paul writes, uh, and he says, and this is in Romans 14 and 1, Him that is weak in the faith receive you, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believes that he may eat all things, another who is weak eats herbs. Now you know what he's talking about here, are the dietary laws, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Verse 3, let not him that eats despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eats, for God hath received him. So in other words, he says, now, basically, the dietary laws are gone, okay? Uh, You can Mm -hmm. eat what you want now. Don't talk about the one who has scruples about it, but they shouldn't bother you if you don't have them, okay? Notice this, verse 4. Then it gets into what's in your area. In Romans 14, 4, who art thou that judges another man's servant? To his own master he stands or falls, yea. He shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Then this verse, I don't think there's anywhere around it. Now, what happens is, um, and, uh, and you know this as well, Jamie, that sometimes people hold so strongly to their belief, so they just won't let the scriptures uh, dent them. But this one is a death blow to, uh, to Sabbath keeping. You can, uh, well, in other words, the way they're talking about it. Notice what it says, Romans 14 and 5. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man follow the Sabbath day. That's what it says. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. It, That's right. Romans 14, 5. One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Okay? And Paul mm-hmm. is happy with that because he says, Let every man be fully persuaded in his what? Own mind. mind. Mm-hmm. He that regards the day regards unto the Lord. He that regards not the day to the Lord, he does not regard it. Okay? Then he goes into the dietary. Again. He that eats, eats to the Lord, for, for he gives God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and gives God thanks. So right, right there, and you know like I do, that if we talk about the Apostle Paul, he was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Okay? He mm-hmm. knew his Old Testament. For him to say that every day is alike, meant that that was fulfilled. 
by Jesus Christ. That's exactly, uh, exactly what he says. Just like the uh, dietary laws say the same thing. So that one is hard for them to get around. Okay? That is hard for them to get around. When they see something like that, then they have to admit that something has, uh, has changed. And Paul makes that real clear uh, there in what he says. And there's another passage as well. And that's over in Colossians. Mm-hmm. Where we find uh, uh, the, the same kind of admonition coming from, and listen to this one. This is in Colossians chapter uh, 2. Colossians chapter 2. Where he says, verse 16, Colossians 2, verse 16, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or of respect of a holy day, okay, or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are mm. a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. There you go. Can't even be judged mm. by it anymore. So, therefore, yeah. those are hard verses to get around. Yeah, I don't understand because she was saying, saying, "So are you telling me in order for you to be saved, you have to keep the um, that you have to believe you have to keep the Sabbath?" She's like, "No, I I don't believe that, but you know, like you can lose your salvation if you don't keep the Sabbath." Okay, so you so it's Jesus plus something is basically what you're saying. Paul <laughs> said, "Did he?" Nope, exactly. I'm like, "Well, I'm right. going to go with Paul. I'll put my money on Paul." That's what I told him. All right, God bless you, and we'll see you next time, man. Thank you. We'll be right back. Westside Christian Academy in Detroit is now enrolling for fall 2021. Westside Christian Academy offers a strong academic curriculum and a firm Christian perspective for life. From pre-K to 8th grade, Westside Christian Academy students receive a high-quality, Christ-centered education at an affordable tuition rate. Westside Christian Academy provides a family-friendly environment and small class sizes. Graduates of WCA have gone on to the best high schools in Metro Detroit and colleges worldwide. The alumni roll call comprises pastors, teachers, ministry workers, and people who work in every sector of life. Set your child up for success by enrolling them in the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy, where Jesus and education are offered daily. Enrollment for the 2021-2022 school year at Westside Christian Academy is now open. Contact the admissions office at 313-255-5760 or visit westsideca.org for more information. Pastors, would you like to be part of a group of four pastors where you can learn from each other and from a seasoned mentor? Barnabas Ministries can help make it happen. There are many pastoral mentor groups meeting across Metro Detroit, helping pastors navigate church leadership during very challenging times. If you would like more information about pastoral mentor groups or perhaps becoming a mentor, visit BarnabasMinistriesMI.org or text 248-210-9075. Shop online at gotahalfitnow.com to discover great local deals and 50% off gift certificates for businesses around Metro Detroit. Spa Mariana, Birmingham's favorite day spa, is offering a $50 gift certificate for $25. Use it on an array of mind, body, and spirit treatments, including meditation classes, facials, or their signature Spa Mariana massage. Go to gotahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F, itnow.com to purchase a $50 gift certificate for just $25 to Spa Mariana in Birmingham. 
putts, pars, and pastors. Tee it up at the 2021 Pastors Masters with WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Registration is open for this year's tournament Monday, September 13th at the Westwind Golf Club in Oakland Township. The cost is $20 for 18 holes and includes continental breakfast, lunch, prizes, and fellowship. Reserve your spot by logging on to faithtalkdetroit.com. Sign up yourself, a group, or gift the round to a pastor. Visit faithtalkdetroit.com for more Pastors Masters information. Do you struggle to pass on your faith and values to your children in meaningful ways? On the next Focus on the Family, Sally Clarkson encourages you to play an active role in your child's intellectual, spiritual, and moral development while appreciating their unique design. That's next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Listen to Focus on the Family weekday mornings at 930 on Faith Talk Detroit. All right, we're back with you. Pam, I hope you're still on the line, are you? Yes. Yes, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Uh What's on your mind? I wanted to answer answer your question. Okay. In regards to uh, Nicodemus and what were they talking about when you're saying flesh, talking about the flesh, talked about being born again the second time, and... My answer to that was that he was talking about being born of the spirit. You know, the flesh flesh is the natural man, but being born of the spirit, he's talking about the baptism. Uh-huh. Immersion in water, being baptized, you know, repenting of your sins, being born again, cleansing your soul, and the spirit is being being filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. So you say it's the spiritual cleansing that he's focusing on. Yes, not the natural. Being born of water. That you being born of water, being baptized. And water? And water. Must be okay. born again, okay. not by the sprinkling of the water, but by emerging. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, that's, that's the problem, okay? Because really, I don't think that he's talking about water baptism there, even though mm-hmm. water is what they used as the symbol of what went on. Mm-hmm. Notice over in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26, okay, where mm-hmm. Paul writes, okay, and he says in verse 26 that he might sanctify you and cleanse it mm-hmm. with the washing of water mm-hmm. by the word, okay? Here, right. Water, right. the word of God is being compared with water. Because you know, like I do, mm-hmm. that water can only take the dirt off your body. That's not what saves your soul. Right. It is a symbol, right. though, of being buried with Christ yes. when you go under the water and right. come out. You're right, but it's really right. the Spirit and the Word of God that saves you, but not the physical the water. Word. Yeah. Now, right. we know that. And, of course, everybody who um, should be ba- who uh, gets baptized and can get baptized in water should be. But you know, like I do, that if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, and you die before you get baptized, you're still going to heaven, just like the thief on the cross did in Luke 23. Okay. So when you're saying you must be born again. That's right. You must be spiritually. He, mean the second time, he doesn't mean the second time in, uh, in your mother's womb, but being born again of the water. He's speaking of the word and not the baptism, which the baptism is, is a symbol. 
Oh, you being baptized, you know. Um, oh, there you, go. You, write your, you write your book and I'll sign it. That's exactly, you couldn't say it any better than that. And some people get it. Uh, water is important because that's the symbol of you being buried with him yeah. and being buried with him. But the right. water of word and of the spirit is what saves you, okay? That other stuff is a symbol. Right. Very, very good theological right. reasoning. All right. Now, I'm looking to see you at one of our mm-hmm. apologetic conferences, girl. Okay, well, you should have been there when John asked that question. He don't know about strictly biblical. <laughs> John, John, oh, you said John. <laughs> Better leave the Bible writers alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, I'm saying you should have been there in those times when John asked that question. You know, you just told him to listen to strictly biblical. That's the moss, and he can tell you. <laughs> but, okay, I enjoyed your show. I'm a first-time caller, and so... I did get in calling my first time, so that's a blessing. Well, thank you very much. God bless you, Ron. Thank you. All right. Just I uh, love talking to all of you uh, callers. Remember, if you do enjoy this program, you can keep it going by supporting it. Send those donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Uh, and if you uh, make out those checks, by the way, to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, uh, if you're interested in uh, prophetic studies, uh, we got them. That's every Tuesday, okay, uh, every Tuesday from 11 until about 12.15. But you have to zoom, zoom it, so to speak. Uh, log on to strictlybiblical.org uh, at about uh, uh, 11 o'clock, 11.15, and you can find out how to uh, uh, log in and be a part of uh, the uh, program. Uh, All right. Great to be with you. Got to go. Look forward to seeing you next time. Keep reading your Bible. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. The following program is sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500, Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.